This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas, founder and president of Nicholas Wealth Management, an investment advisory firm located right here in Atlanta. Local, independent, experienced. Nicholas Wealth helps clients navigate through the uncertainties of the stock market and the economy. David and his team of financial planners help individuals and families navigate key areas of retirement, income planning, risk management, tax strategy, and estate and legacy planning. It's time to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Welcome into Retire Ready with David Nicholas. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us. David, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. You can always go to the website to find more, retirereadyplan.com, retirereadyplan.com. The Retire Ready process that David and the team at Nicholas Wealth walk you through is really designed to give you some direction and clarity on your road to retirement, income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare decisions. All of that is a part of that but everybody's situation is unique. And that's how David and the team look at it. How can they help you? How can they help guide you? Basically, look at them as your CFO, your personal wealth coach, if you will. Uh, RetireReadyPlan.com. You can always give them a call if you have questions. It's 678-990-8500. 678-990-8500. Of course, totally complimentary to chat with David and the team. David, welcome. You ready to go today? Art, great to be here. Yeah, excited for another show and appreciate you being with us today. You know, we're going to talk about some of the changes that are coming for 2024. Uh, certainly, there's no doubt, Social Security, cost of living adjustment, 3.2% for uh, the upcoming year. Medicare premium Part Bs, I think, went up about 10 bucks. Uh, so there's some things that are changing in the Social Security Medicare world that always happen every single year. But one of the things that, that might be a little surprising for some, and that is the fact that when you think about the, I guess the, I guess you could say it's the IRS, and if you, if you think about this, Dave, think about this. When you think of the IRS, and if you put them together, it spells theirs. It's not ours. It's <laughs> theirs, right? The IRS. That means it's theirs. Well, they've made some changes. And one of the, you know, I think small businesses, independent contractors, those kinds of folks that tend to pay their, you know, kind of guess at their taxes for the year and pay a little bit every quarter or something. And it used to be if you underpaid when all the things came in and were due and all of that, and you underpaid, you could pay a 3% penalty. Well, they've changed that to 8% penalty. That can be a challenge for some. Maybe you need to overpay. I don't know if they give you any bonus points for overpaying. <laughs> yeah. I always joke about this. There's a, you can always donate more to the federal government. I always love when people are saying, oh, well, business owners and those who have done very well, they need to pay more in taxes. And I'm like, well, you can always volunteer and give more in taxes. It doesn't seem like you know, anyone likes to do that. And, and I also asked another question is, regardless of Republican or Democrat, and, I, and the question I asked Mark is, how many of you would like your income to stay the same, but your taxes go up? And it's amazing. No, I've never had one person raise their hand that, David, I'd love for my income to stay the same, but my taxes to go up. We just, most Americans, regardless of party, don't want to pay more in taxes if we don't have to. And so this is one of the things that the IRS has come out again. Uh, and I think as a way to penalize Americans, 
But this really impacts those that are business owners, those that are small business owners, those that uh, might be 1099 paid, so self-employed workers, independent contractors, gig workers. That's who's really at risk with being hit with this underpayment penalty. And so what the IRS wants you to do is every quarter, you have to estimate what you think your income is going to be. And this has always just been the craziest things. And there's a formula that the IRS will give you based on last year's income. But you still have to take into account if you think you're going to have a better year, right? How will you know that? I guess you just have to have a hunch. You actually have to start to prepay what you think your profit may be. And if you don't, this is what the penalty fee used to be. I think it was 3%. Mark, you may have that number. Yeah, it used to be uh, 3 yet. but it's going That's to be right. 8 you, next year. Right. So, yeah, there you go. It was it used to be 3 Now it's going to 8%. So if you had a really good year and if you made $500,000 in income as a business owner, well, if your tax on that was you know, 30% income, so $150,000, you have to pay ahead $150,000 in taxes. And let's just say you don't pay any of that. Well, a roughly, what is the fee now? You said it's about 8%. Right. Uh, 8% fee on $150,000. You're talking over $10,000 in penalties just for not paying enough taxes throughout the year. So it's a pretty big deal, but most taxpayers, so if you're someone that's a W-2 employee, when are you paying your taxes? Remember, taxes are coming out of your paycheck if you get paid every two weeks out of your regular withholdings. So, but it's the self-employed workers that don't have a W-2 or they don't have a paycheck that's coming in. So that's where they're required to make those payments. And So do look, they have to make uh, payments every quarter or can they just wait until they get the tax bill to make sure they're not paying 8% more in penalties? Just wait and say, you know, maybe put that somewhere else. And then when the total bill comes, you just you put it away. Ooh, I need a little bit more this year. And you put a little more in, I guess. I don't know. Do you have to do that? Is that kind of the idea? Well, yeah. Well, that's the whole point of this. Yeah. You can't, even if you're diligent and say, oh, I'm going to save this money and put it in my savings account and I'll be ready to write the check when I get my taxes. No, the, the IRS wants you to prepay that. So you actually have to every quarter so write you really have a no check. Choice. <laughs> you have no choice. Yeah. You got to prepay it. Um, if And if you don't, they'll show up at your door and tar and feather you. So That doesn't seem uh, right, though. They're making me guess, and then they're going to charge me a penalty for guessing wrong. I know. That's exactly right. I mean, and so that's what I said. If you had a really good year, oh, guess what? The IRS will penalize you if your business was more successful than you thought it was. Welcome to America. I love it. I love it. I mean, it's just, that's just asinine. It really is. <laughs> that's back really to is. the IRS. Put it together. It spells theirs. Not of it. Yeah. I, I love yeah. it. I so love if you're in that it. position, maybe you are an independent worker, contractor, a self-employed worker, small business owner. You're not really sure. Maybe you need a little guidance here because you don't want to pay any unnecessary penalties if you don't have to. Talk with David and the team at Nicholas Wealth. Maybe they could help guide you along this path. 678-990-8500. 678-990-8500. David, what about Social Security Medicare? You know, last year was what, 8.7% cost of living adjustment for Social Security. And Medicare actually went down a little bit. This year, it's now a 3.2% cost of living adjustment for 2024. And Medicare went up about 10 bucks for premiums Part B. But the average Social Security now is right around 1900 That's average. The problem is, I think the studies show that we're still, what are we, like 32 to 35% actually making, if you look at Social Security back in 2000 to today, we're getting more money. 
But with inflation and all that, we're actually down like 30%. That's exactly right. And this is where, again, the government plays games, and it's so frustrating. We're supposed to be getting a cost of living adjustment for our Social Security. The problem is, and this is what you just mentioned, Mark, is that the expenses like housing, uh, medical care, hospital care, which for retirees, that could be some of our biggest expenses, that's actually underweighted in the calculation, meaning that the purchasing power of Social Security since over the last 20 years, it's dropped close to 40%, meaning your benefits should really be 40% higher than where it is now if it was truly keeping up with inflation. So that's really the frustrating part is how the government plays these games just so that they can use more of our money and spend it on building bridges to nowhere and not giving us the obligations and the promises that they promised to give us, Mark. How do you like this stat? I think that and I'm pretty close. I Don't hold me to the exact numbers, but I'm in the ballpark, all right? From 2000 to 2018, the price of medical expenses, medical care, went up about 230, 235%. That same time period, 2000, 2018, our salaries have increased about 65 to 68%. Well, that's way below the 240% almost of medical expenses. We're not keeping, and those aren't factored into the cost of living adjustments, which is crazy to me. Right. And, I, you know, I, I thought Obamacare that was passed, I think the year was 2010 that that was passed. I thought that was supposed to address the surging cost of healthcare. And if anything, I think it's, it's made it more expensive. It's made things less transparent. Uh, you've got the exchange now. And, and thankfully, as Americans, we have some of the best medical care in the world. I would put our medical care and our physicians up against anyone in the world. But the challenge is, and I've got physicians in my family. My sister's a wonderful physician here in Atlanta. My brother-in-law is a wonderful physician here in Atlanta. They're both ENT surgeons, ear, nose, and throat. So if you need a good ENT surgeon or, or doctor, let me know. But, but I, I will tell you, and they, they'll even admit to this too, is because litigation has gotten so ridiculous in the medical space, that as a doctor, sometimes you've got to order every test known to man, really not because it's right for the patient, but just really because of CYA. Do doctors have to have liability protection. If a patient is going to come after them for something, they've got to say and prove that they ran every possible test necessary. So I, I think, you know, tort reform is a really big deal that we need to see happen, in, I think, in Georgia, because the cost of care has just gotten so insane. And then you've got insurance companies that are marking up the cost of procedures. It's just, it's a mess, Mark, unfortunately. And, and really retirees and Americans that are closer to retirement, they're really bearing the brunt. Well, the crazy thing is insurance companies too, uh, kind of it's around, all the com companies, it seems across the country are raising your insurance rates for your cars and your home, I suppose. But I know for cars, mine almost doubled. It's crazy. I'm like, how in the world can you raise it that much? My stepbrother's my insurance agent. So I get on him about that and say, well, I guess you need a new boat or something. Something's going on. Uh, but that's crazy. My mom had a minor stroke. God bless her. She's not doing bad, but she certainly slowed down a little bit with that going through that. But I mean, it's just that part of it. She's in an assisted living facility. And this happened on a Monday. My sister sees her on Thursday and goes, she's mom slurring her speech. We got to take her to the hospital. My mom says, well, doctors have seen me twice. They just said I was sick. <laughs> We're like, oh my. And what in the world? How old is your mom? 87. Wow. It's like, well, wait a minute. Wow. I thought assisted living, she's paying, you know, now nine grand a month as opposed to three grand in the unassisted living part that and there should be better care. Up. They didn't even pick that up at all. I don't know how. 
Don't know. It's just unbelievable. It is that I see that to me as one of the most frustrating things. And it, again, it's a big deal, right? So we Medicare Part B is going up. It will increase nearly ten dollars in twenty twenty four. The annual deductible for Part B will be two hundred and forty dollars in twenty twenty four. And these increases are mainly due to the projected increases in healthcare spending. And just as a reminder, Medicare Part B covers physician services, outpatient services, healthcare services. But the the challenge really is if you're someone that's approaching retirement or in retirement, medical costs could actually end up being one of your biggest expenses in retirement. How are you going to pay for that? And so one of the things that we offer at Nicholas Wealth Management is we offer ways that you can help cover long-term care, assisted living care. We'll show you how you can turn $100,000 into potentially $500,000 in tax-free benefit. God forbid you need long-term care. So if you're listening, say, David, maybe I've listened to you for a while for your show, or maybe this is my first time tuning in. I just don't know who to turn to. I've got questions and maybe you've got a retirement portfolio that you would say, David, I haven't looked at this thing in years with everything going on with the elections in 2024. I need to make sure that I'm going to be okay. I want to give it the offer for our Morningstar analysis. It's it's a thousand dollar value. It's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. It shows you where the weaknesses are and it really shows you, God forbid, we have a major market recession, how your current portfolio would perform. It's a thousand dollar value, but we'll provide it completely complimentary if you save more than $250,000 for retirement and you give us a call. We'll take callers. We'll do it for the next 10 minutes. 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. And it's totally complimentary. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for you to get a little clarity into your situation. Might be some areas that maybe you didn't even understand that David could help you with you didn't know was a problem. 678-990-8500. Headed to our next segment of Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. Stay with us back right after this. Hey, Atlanta, it's Eric Erickson. You're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Nicholas Wealth Management is the only financial advisory firm I recommend. What are you waiting for? Give them a call, 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. Or visit nicholaswealth.com. I am a client, and I was paid for this endorsement. This is Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Glad you're with us today for Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. Nicholas, basically every couple of weeks he's on Charles Payne, he's on Stuart Barney. Uh, you can find out more at nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com, 678-990-8500 if you have questions, 678-990-8500. And our second segment is a really short segment, so I thought this question would be kind of interesting because we're talking about Really, retirement. That's what what the team at Nicholas Wealth Management is here to do, help you come up with your plan, your strategy, the retire-ready process. David, how do you help people get started trying to figure out, are they on the right track? Are they Do they need to make a tweak here or there? Trying to figure out, you know, how can I retire? When can I retire? How does that process work? Yeah, and I'll tell you, the biggest question I always ask, if those that are approaching retirement or if you're in retirement but you don't have a plan is, what are your monthly expenses? <laughs> Mark, it's a simple question. You would be surprised how little people know that or they, they think they know it and then when we actually go through our exercise, they realize they were actually pretty far off. One of the biggest things is you've got to know is you've got to know how much money do you need in retirement. And so part of our team, what they do, and sometimes in our first meeting, we may even have our radio listeners meet with one of our CPAs to really look at their situation, go through their expenses, look at their taxes, 
but we've got to find out how much you need it because the whole reason for 30 years you've been saving for retirement and getting ready for this point is so that you can provide income that you can't outlive. Well, we got to know what that is, that expense number. So what we do is we help those our radio listeners, those that saw us on TV, came to our dinner events, calculate how much they need, and then we build a plan around it. And it's so amazing when we go through this process, many times we almost just see a sigh of relief of, David, I can't even believe I was going into retirement not knowing what my expenses are, not knowing where my income was coming from. So this has just been a big relief for us to be able to know those. So that's the starting point, Mark, is finding those expenses and then us figuring out a way, how do we fund those expenses the proper way with our retirement accounts? And I would think, I mean, we'd all love to go to retirement with no debt. Debt, I'm sure, is a conversation as well. Yeah, it is. And I, I'm a big believer in getting out of debt. I always say, look, you may have a 2% mortgage, but for me, it's more about peace of mind in retirement. I would rather us go into retirement or within five years of retirement, paying off that house, paying off that debt, so that in retirement, we don't have to worry about the shackles and the burden of debt. And we just get to live our life and spend on our expenses, our groceries, our travel, not have to worry about really those things that can really bog us down in retirement. So if you're listening right now and you said, Dale, I'd love to talk with someone on your team. I want to give that number again. It's a thousand dollar value for our Morningstar analysis, in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. We'll provide it completely complimentary. If you save one of $250,000 for retirement, give us a call in the next 10 minutes, 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. And it's why I say I think it's one of the more important phone calls you'll make because we are talking about the next 15, 20, 30 years of your life and having a plan easing some stress level that's invaluable. 678-990-8500. This is Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth Management. Back with more right after this. Nicholas Wealth Management wants to help you avoid paying unnecessary taxes to Uncle Sam. Call today to see how Nicholas Wealth Management can help you keep your hard-earned retirement savings. Call 678-990-8500. Welcome back to Retire Ready with David Nicholas, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. Uh, David has a podcast, so search for David Nicholas and Nicholas Wealth there. YouTube channel, yep, you can search for David Nicholas and Nicholas Wealth Management there as well. So podcast, YouTube, you can always go to the website to learn more, retirereadyplan.com, retirereadyplan.com. If you have questions, concerns, boy, you know what, David, I think I've got enough to retire, but I'm not sure. Well, why wouldn't you find out? Get some clarity into your picture as it pertains to retirement. 678-990-8500, 678-990-8500. I'm Mark Elliott. You know, when you retire, things change and, and doesn't necessarily mean it changes for the worse. Hopefully it's changing for the better. You've got a lot more free time. You can do what you want to do. But there are some common mistakes that people make when they do get into retirement. And mostly it's because they do not have a plan, which is why David and the team of Nicholas Wealth are really stressing to their clients, you need a plan. And we're here to help you with income, investment, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare, all those decisions you have to make. You need a plan. So we came up with this list, and it comes from lovetoknow.com. Now, David, I know you're a big fan of lovetoknow.com. I've never been there. <laughs> never heard of it in my life, <laughs> yes. so this should be interesting. Exactly. This is things not to do when you retire. So the first one, and makes sense to me, is enjoy your retirement, but don't be undisciplined. So it means enjoy your time. 
but keep some sort of structure routine that can really help you mentally as well as physically. And this isn't directed really to a financial plan, I suppose, but there are definitely parallels, David. I think you can reach that uh, assumption. Uh, can you talk about how having a plan for how you're going to spend your time is really just as important as having a plan for how you're going to spend your money? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, you know, the plan's a big part of this. We, we've talked about this before and it's funny, but, and I, and I haven't seen this list yet. So I, I, you know, I thought I didn't know what was going to be on this list. And so I'm glad this is, but I, my, I had some ideas of, you know, don't put all of your money in Bitcoin when you retire is, is rule number one. That's, that's usually a smart thing. Uh, rule number two. But so th this one is interesting, right? Because I am as a business owner and I've been an entrepreneur in some ways for our clients that are been successful, right? Whether they're been physicians, lawyers, business people, uh, they've owned businesses. In some ways you can be somewhat self-reliant, meaning, hey, you know what? I've built this great retirement. You may be someone that has a million or $2 million in your retirement portfolio. And it can feel like, hey, I've done everything I good on my own to get here. I'm going to be fine in retirement just by doing the same thing. But the, the interesting thing is that getting to retirement and staying retired is two very different things. I would say the getting to retirement is the, the easy part. You put your head down, you put money away each month or each quarter, you put it in your 401k, you don't, you don't look at it for 30 years. And that's easy. When you get to retirement, now one of the things that really change are you're no longer adding more money to your portfolio. So now you're pulling money off of your portfolio. And so remember, I just want us to think about the psychological shift here. For 30 years of our working life, we've seen our accounts grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And the markets go up, we're putting money in, even if the market's down, because of all our contributions, sometimes we may have never seen our our investments down in a full year period because of all the, the money we're contributing to it. But now all of a sudden, Mark, we get to retirement and we start drawing money off our portfolio. And if we see the markets, if we are in a recession, like take the last two years we've talked about, the market is exactly where it was for the last two years, where it was two years ago. So if you were someone that's been retired the last couple of years and you've been pulling off money off your portfolio, you may have less money in your retirement account today than where you were when you retired two years ago. And so this is why having a retirement plan that specifically shows how are you gonna get income in retirement? Mark, I'm just a big believer. I want dividends and income to pay me when I'm in retirement. So even if the market doesn't do well, I've got income coming in regardless of what markets may be doing. And so that's where I think a big difference of having a plan versus not having a plan, knowing where your income and how you're gonna generate income in retirement. Yeah, retirement is about income. During our working years, it's about the return uh, on investment. But in retirement, it's about the return on income. Basically, you need that to retire. 678-990-8500. To learn more, maybe, about how Nicholas Wealth Team might be able to help guide you. 678-990-8500. Here's another one not to do when you retire, things not to do when you retire. It says, don't immediately downsize your home because you're now retired. Hey, let's sell the house and move. Well, that might work for some, though. But how about that thought? Don't immediately downsize your home. Yeah. So, you know, this is an interesting one. I, I look at the home issue in a little different light, and I look at it more of whether you have debt or whether you don't have debt. And I am a big believer, number one, of having your mortgage paid off before you retire. So that, that to me is a big one, having your mortgage paid off when you retire. If you can't 
get it paid off before retirement, then I like setting a goal of having your house paid off within five years of retirement. And you may say, and I've heard all the arguments, Mark, oh, well, I've got a very low interest rate. I've got 2.75%. David, there's no need for me to pay that off. And while there is a lot of truth to that, I'm not as concerned about your interest rate as I am about your cash flow. I mean, think about this. If I've got to take money out of my IRA, and uh, Mark, what kind of tax is it when I, that when I take withdrawals out of my IRA? I'm putting you on the spot here. But is it capital gains or is it ordinary income? I believe it's ordinary income. You're spot on. It's ordinary income, which is the highest type of tax that we can potentially pay. If I'm pulling money out of my IRA, I'm paying ordinary income. It could be 12%, could be 15%, could be 20% to pay my mortgage that has a 2% or 2.75% interest rate. We may be saying, yeah, it's only cost me 2.75%, but no, it's actually costing you whatever your tax rate is. If you're pulling it from an IRA, it's, it's costing you 12 or 15%. And so I look at tax, I look at interest, they're all money that's going out of our pocket. You, I, you can call it a penalty, you can call it a tax, you can call it interest. I don't care what we call it, penalty, tax, or interest. It's still money that's leaving my estate and going somewhere else. I want that to be less. So guess what? If my house is paid for, I don't need to make that withdrawal from my retirement account. I don't need to pay that tax and I don't need to pay any interest, even if it's low to a bank or a mortgage company. So for me, it's an expense decision, a cash flow decision where I don't want to have that mortgage payment going into retirement. So the size of the home, I, you know, it's not as important. This is a very weird real estate market where I think a lot of people want to downsize, but you may downsize and pay twice as much, which is how weird the market is right now. So for a lot of our clients and for retirees, it's just been easier to stay put for now. And I think there's going to be a better time to downsize. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Here's another one of things not to do when you retire. And this is don't neglect your estate planning because you don't yeah, want your family is... weighed down with all these decisions. Take care and do it now. So sad story. I had a client in recently and their daughter passed away and it was shocking. It was, she, she passed away from a stroke, sadly. Young in her fifties, passed away from a stroke and she was their only, only daughter. And she had three, three sons, three kids. And I asked my clients, I said, well, who's the caretaker now for those three kids? She's like, well, you know, we are. And I said, okay, well, do you have any type of, we, I knew the answer to this, but I just wanted to make sure they didn't have anything outside of us. I was like, we don't have a trust set up. And they're like, no, we don't. I was like, and we talked about this the last couple of years, but they just didn't pull the trigger. I was like, we've got to, we've got to create a trust because they have a sizable estate, uh, close to $2 million. And I said, look, if something were to happen to you, are these three grandsons of yours, are they capable of managing this estate? And they said, David, absolutely not. And so this is why don't wait until a tragic event to start doing your estate planning. So we have attorneys at our firm that we work with that I just think are absolutely some of the best that, uh, in, in the Atlanta area. We, we would be honored to talk, let you talk with them to figure out, is an estate plan right for me? But also, even the simple stuff. Has your will been updated? What about financial power of attorneys? Me and my wife just recently completed, Mark. Me and my wife both have financial power of attorneys on us. We have very clear healthcare directives. We've got an estate set up for our kids because we have three kids if something were to happen to us. We've done all that now, way before what we hope is any kind of tragedy. So I would say don't neglect that. 
and then lastly, I'll add to this is you got to make sure your beneficiaries are correct. We've seen nightmare stories of thinking you had the right beneficiaries, especially on retirement accounts, only to turn out a spouse passed away and they had an old account that they never updated the beneficiaries on. And then the wife ends up paying, could be six figures, a hundred K more in taxes than she otherwise would have. So it's so important to make sure you've got all those ducks in a row, Mark. All right. So let me give you another one, things not to do when you retire. And that is, how do, I, you might like this one. Don't be afraid to try new things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was, you know, you always I see always those 90 that. year olds that are, you know, jumping out of a airplane or something. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Which I, if you remember, the, George Bush Sr. did that, I think, on his 90th birthday, which was pretty amazing. Jumped right out of the plane. I wouldn't even do that at my age, much less 90. Yeah. So I think this goes with the, you, you got to have, you got to have something that you feel like you're called to do, meaning, uh, and I joke and you might say, hey, golf is my calling. Hey, I totally understand that. But, what does that really look like? If you're in retirement, does that mean you're going to, is golf every day going to be fulfilling? And I think if you ask me right now, Mark, I think I know your answer that that sounds actually pretty amazing. Well, some but days might you, be more fulfilling than others. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and on I, the have game, very, that particular I have day. <laughs> very, <laughs> I have very few of those fulfilling days, Mark, you, you have a lot more than I do. But again, if you play golf every single day for the next 20 years, you know, is that going to, you may say, you know what, I, the, there's got to be something else that I can do. And this is where I say, I've said it before, just because you retired doesn't mean that you have retired from your calling. Meaning for many of us, it's really a time that we can say, what, what, what am I here to do? And maybe that's to help out with our church or a nonprofit. Maybe that's to be able to give back and really be a good influence for our family, for kids and grandkids. It's to serve in our communities. We have some clients that do Habitat for Humanity here in the Atlanta area, and they just absolutely love it. So I, I think this is a time to really know, and I think it's important to have some of this thought through before you retire, Mark, so that we can really see and make sure you have a plan in place. And I, I, I do want to give out an offer. I know we didn't talk a lot about markets as much on this segment, but if you say, David, I am someone that's approaching retirement. I've got these questions about retirement. I, I don't really know who to turn to. The biggest thing for me is I just don't know who to trust. And if you said, David, I'd love to just sit down with someone to look at my portfolio. One of the things that we offer is our Morningstar analysis. It's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. It shows you where the weaknesses are. And it really shows you, God forbid, we have a major recession. How much could you lose? Could you lose 30%? Could you lose 40%? God forbid, 50%? Our analysis will show you that. It's a $1,000 value. But if you've saved more than $250,000 for retirement, we will run this analysis for you. Provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Number call 678-990-8500. I see the lights lighting up. 678-990-8500. value. Provide it completely complimentary if you give us a call or if you go to retirereadyplan.com. So once again, David, you've done a great job. It's kind of fun to talk about something other than just the markets. It's kind of about life. And that's really what you're here to do. You're, you're kind of like a life coach as well. So glad you're with us for Retire Ready with David Nicholas of Nicholas Wealth. Back with our final segment right after this. There's a trend to get your retirement account fund to be woke. Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today, 678 990 
678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. Eric Erickson is a client and was paid for his endorsement. This is Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Glad you're with us today for Retire Ready with David Nicholas, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. David started the company back in 2012, but he's been in the business for almost 18 years now. You can always go to the website to learn more, nicholaswealth.com, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, nicholaswealth.com. Questions, concerns, 678-990-8500, 678-990-8500. I'm Mark Elliott. The fourth segment is always a short one. David, a Bible verse, and then you're going to wrap it all up. We covered a lot of ground today. It's all yours. Yeah, we, we really did. We really did. Well, it's one of my favorite parts of the show. We, if you've listened to my show for a while, you know, we always have a, a verse of the week. And I always say, look, you, you can build the greatest financial plan in the world. You can build all of this wealth. But if your perspective is in the wrong place, I, I don't really care how much wealth or how much success you have on this earth. It'll never truly be fulfilling. And I've seen this time and time again. And so this week's verse comes from Proverbs 19:17, one of my favorites. And here's what it says. It says, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and God will reward them for what they have done. And God will reward them for what they have done. I just love, it's just a great reminder is, is it's just so unique. It's like when we think of it as, oh, we're just giving to the poor. But what God says here is, hey, when you're kind to the poor, it's not that you're just giving to the poor you're giving to God and God will reward you. So it's just a great reminder for those that are around us that we may see struggling that, and I know I have a soft heart and I want to help the entire world if I could, but even if you find one person that you can bless, it's if you do for one person what you, you wish you could do for the rest of the world, you could really end up changing untold lives by just changing that one life. So a uh, great verse this week, Proverbs 19, verse 17. Absolutely. That's a great way to finish the show. And a reminder, the Morningstar analysis, it's yours. If you have $250,000 or more saved for retirement, the team is here to help walk you through that. If you, if you don't have that, you can still call. They can maybe give you some advice over the phone. It's 678-990-8500. The time to act is now. 678-990-8500. David, enjoyed it. Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Absolutely, Mark. Sounds good. We'll see you next week. Nicholas Wealth Management is an investment advisor registered under the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any level of skill or training. The oral and written communications of an advisor provides you with information about which you determine to hire or retain an advisor. For more information, please visit advisorinfo.sec.gov and search for our firm name. Securities are offered through World Equity Group Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. This presentation has been provided for informational purposes only and is not intended as legal or investment advice or recommendation of any particular security or strategy. The investment strategy and themes discussed herein may be unsuitable for investors depending on their specific investment objectives and financial situation. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, though its accuracy is not guaranteed. Opinions expressed in this commentary reflect subjective judgments of the author based on conditions at the time of publication and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.